www.cliffcentral.com Welcome to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central, and it's so good to be with you this afternoon. Remember, 1 p.m. is our new time slot, no longer 2 p.m. Fluby, you're looking good for 1 p.m. We're really up close and personal. If people could see us in studio, they would think something's going on. Hello, future CEOs community. Hello. What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. What's the show all about, uh, Gareth? All right. So if you are a young up-and-coming entrepreneur, so what does that really mean? You're one of these individuals who is excited about owning their own business and you want to grow this business as quickly as possible, then this is the show for you. Also, if you are sitting in a, in a corner or rather a cubicle and you've got your eye on that corner office and you say, I'm going to be the big boss one day, well, then this is the show for you. And it really is, Luby. Just tell everyone the kind of guests that we have here. Oh my gosh, we've got JSE listed CEOs. We've got the guy who came from Kwamashu, who's now employing over a hundred employees. We've got the woman who was a dropout in school and now she's a CEO of an international company. So it really does vary. The diversity is extreme and we love that. But for me at this point in my life, we always aspire to be a leader, especially a business leader. Now, what does it take to be that kind of person? What does it take to lead a team, to leave a team of executives? And the Rising Stars Awards basically give awards out to people who are generation changers, people who are mavericks. And in studio today, we've got three of those winners who were firstly nominated but then chosen to represent a rising star. What does that mean? Should we ask them? I think we must always ask them what that means. Um, should we choose someone? Tabo, maybe? Tabo, tell us, <laughs> tell us about what it means to be a rising star. And then let's just talk a little bit about how you. this all, all you know, them as well, but then how, did, how it all came together. How do you guys get nominated? These kinds of things. But what is a rising star? Well, thank you so much, man, for having me here, uh, Gareth and uh, Tovi, and my fellows here, uh, Brian and uh, uh, Gareth as well. Uh, you know, being uh, a, nom- a nomination or being a nominee on, uh, the rising star, it's, it's quite an achievement, man. You know, it actually tells you that, wow, okay, you've been chosen, you've been seen that uh, you actually have something to possess and uh, you got to have a team that you, you, that you lead. You cannot just lead, uh, you know, object. You, you have people around you that actually make you to become a leader. And uh, I was so glad actually that uh, one day when I wake up in, uh, when I check my emails, I was like, congratulations, Stephen, you have been nominated uh, to become one of the rising stars. And it was like, wow, this mm. is awesome, man. That's a great yeah. email to be able to receive. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, Brian, just tell us very quickly, how does, how does this process work? So you, you, you wake up and you get an email. Is that it? How does it actually work? <laughs> um, not really. I have to say um, it started with me after... Uh, winning the top achiever at NetBank, mm-hmm. and then thereafter we um, we got nominated to actually go through the Rising Star Awards. So it just also to say it got the email to say you've been nominated to take part in this initiative. Um, you have so much time to do one, two, and three. Um, you know, it's your choice to participate. So okay. it was a matter of that, you know, and I took it and ran with that. So there are expectations placed on you. Gareth, by the way, you have a really good name. You too. Oh, thank you very much. I really, I really appreciate it. Yes, exactly. Very strong. Very strong. Um, uh, so uh, what, I, what I hear coming out here is that you get this email, you are nominated, but then there are sure. requirements. What kind of requirements are placed on you in order to be able to qualify for this? Quite a couple of death matches. Okay. Um, like, I'm just kidding. So, so there's, there's a whole range of, of uh, kind of written assessments that you've got to supply and, and go through a round, quite a few rounds of, of assessments. I think there's about three or four of them. 
and eventually culminates in a in an online interview, which is quite interesting if you're trying to get your settings on your Mac, correct? Uh, and then yeah. eventually you get invited yeah. to a, a face-to-face interview with a panel of, oh. of CEOs and Ooh. and um, high-ranking officials. But, uh, but Holland, I mean, that, that, I don't know what your thoughts are. It sounds like you can pull wool over people's eyes. Uh, you can say the right thing and then suddenly uh, you're a rising star. Is, is that the case? No, not really, I must say. <laughs> it really does take a lot because, I mean, um, out of the, the whole bank, I mean, there is a, a number of people that can be nominated to go through this initiative. And through that, you have to have done so much to actually be nominated. It's not a matter of you selecting yourself to say, I'm going to run for it. You know, it's a matter of somebody seeing what you are doing within the bank and um, nominating you to come through and um, go with, run with it, you know. Let's talk about your history, guys. Okay, I know yeah. Brian and Tabo, you've got very interesting and really um, um, humble beginnings. Gareth, we'll talk about you. So, um, Tabo or Brian, which one of you wanted to finish the honors degree and caught a taxi and asked the community to help uh, pay for that uh, tuition fees? What story was that? Tell us just a little bit of the beginnings. And you. You uh, were at Empress Palace yeah. for over a decade. The Palace of Dreams. You know what I'm saying? And it literally is. You know, the, you're the dream maker because you started as a waiter. Yeah. And here you are today. I love those kind of stories. You understand what I'm saying? You know, you know this. Let's start with you, Brian. Um, I have to say it was um end of my uh, B-Tech. So at that time, I just finished uh, doing my B-Tech and I'm going back home. Um, I haven't really gotten any call for interview, any job. And I'm thinking, oh my word, what am I going to do? Am I going to stay at home and wait for something to come up? Or am I going to do something and actually push to be where I want to be? So my dream was to actually do my master's degree. So I pushed to actually say, no, I, um, I didn't have any money to go back to school. And um, my parents had, you know, had uh, what you call me intervention sort of thing to say, we cannot longer support you to go back to school. So what do you do? So I just came up with, say, with an idea to say, what if I just go around in town, write a letter to say, um, I need so much to go back to school. And it was actually a hard process because you're knocking in doors and people are giving you like two rand, you know, uh, giving you like a three rand, five rand, whatever amount that was. But I, I guess through accumulative, um, accumulating the cash or capital, you know, it did really help me to actually say, you know what, let me go to school. Even though it was still late in the year, um, early in the year, and I haven't really applied for what I wanted to do. I'm going to jump in here because I, I want just, because this fees must fall thing is 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 happening at the moment. Just a thought from you, uh, because the, your story doesn't end there. You slept over somewhere. You had to, had to. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you literally slept at the university. Is that right? Yes. yes. Uh, so, uh, how does this, how, what's going on right now, make you feel about the, the individuals that are involved in these kinds of movements? Protests. Where, on the one hand, it seemed quite necessary. But on the other hand, they're burning things, they're doing all sorts of stuff that seems to be unnecessary. What are your thoughts? Just very quickly. Um, I believe education is a, is a, is a choice. And, is, and I think that, you know, if you want something in life, go for it. Um, if you want it for free, then that's something else. But if you want to really look back one day and say, wow, I've really achieved this thing doing one, two, and three. Because if we're populating this culture of wanting free things all the time, we're going to end up with a, a lazy society. So is your position that fees shouldn't be free? Fees shouldn't be free. They should go to people who really do need them. Mm. That's how I feel. Okay. Because now we're going to say no more bursaries, no more scholarships. What's going to happen to that? Mm. Oh, very, very nice. I, I like this idea of earning. 
Gareth, you've earned your way to be a rising star. Just sure. speak a little bit about the process. So um, you were then emailed. You had to do the do these things. You, you arrived at this awards um, night. What does that feel like? So it was pretty tiring. I mean, I literally come back off a, a flight from Namibia, running a workshop there, um, get off the plane, through immigration, into the car train, into the car train parking lot, change in the car train parking lot. Try Love not, it. Try, try not to get arrested in the car train parking lot. <laughs> I, think that's, I think it's called hustling, but uh, maybe a little too extreme if you're going to get extreme. arrested, right? But, uh, so the evening was, was tiring. I mean, I, I can't say I, w- I wanted to vomit or, or, or was that excited. I mean, most of the photographs of me look like I'm, I'm stoned, but I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> just tired. Just tired. <laughs> just tired. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of the process, it was a very rigorous one. I mean, obviously, that, that face-to-face meeting at the end is the one that, that clinches it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, most of the people that go through it, they, they tell you the same thing. Just be yourself and be authentic oh. and be original and show what, what is why are you special and why are you there in the first place. And, and that's what they see. Butaba, what separated you to win this award from the rest of your peers? As we said before, very briefly, that you were at Empress Pal- the Palace of Dreams for over a decade. Mm. You believe in sheer drive, a stellar work ethic, and passion to deliver at your absolute best. What separates you from everybody else? What made you the rising star Look, of um, tourism, leisure, and hospitality? <laughs> Look, you know, when, when you're in the industry, uh, there is so much that is re- it's required out of you. Uh, you you need to serve and you serve people very different people every day and now uh, you need to have a very natural um attitude within you that uh, you are willing to work with people and uh, it's not only pe- people around you that actually see you there are people in a distance that actually see what you do every day then uh, those are the clients that are coming every day that uh, look we are here to give you guys business and at the back of my head is like this is bread and butter for me and uh, Whatever I do on a daily basis, I make sure that I please people that I work with. And uh, the communication, it becomes so much open in a way that whatever you do, you can never win if you don't communicate with the team. Again and again and again and again and again, we're quoting Mark Kutafani, the CEO of Anglo-American. In an interview with us, uh, he shared that just this little gem. You just said leadership and really by implication, business is all about people. And I'm so grateful that I hear you saying that here. Uh, Brian, you're nodding. You're in the then the finance sector. You, I mean, you're yeah. from Nedbank. Talk to us about this idea of being able to bridge this gap between really what is sometimes regarded as a very cold industry and the people that you're, you're working with. Yeah, because you must remember that um, the bank is there to serve the people. It's the people's money, you know. Um, so I, I think it's really important to communicate to the people and understand what do they really want, you know. Um, because from there we can build ideas, we can provide solutions um, for growth. But uh, to be a rising star, you are considered a leader. Talk about talk to us about your interaction with your team. Um, interaction with the team, uh, for me, it was based on actually understanding the gaps in between our work, you know, to actually say, okay, um, I see that the people or my team lacks in one, two, and three. What can we do to make it better? Does it need us to get into a boardroom and communicate and educate ourselves with the systems that we work with so that we do understand even the new people coming in, they can also adapt to their culture? And one of the great things that we do is that we have um, um, a wall of uh, success. So what we do there is post all the, you know, quotes about, you know, about what to do to be a leader. You know, things like, yes, I can, you know, are you willing to go the extra mile? You know, things like that so people can see every day and be inspired by that. Uh, Gareth, what value can you add to the ICT sector now that you're a rising star? Well, I think it's a continuation and uh, 
it, it's really a case of taking the the stuff that I've already done and then expanding it and getting others to do the same thing. I think the key thing is if you if you're successful in a, in an area or a, or you're showing leadership or management styles that that people respond to, it's really a case of what do you do next in terms of of getting the next level or generation up to speed as well. I think I think capability development is going to be a big leadership skill that's going to come through. It's very it's a very difficult one because we're so used to being the rock star of, of the show, and now you need to hand over the reins. That's a very difficult transition to make. Well, why is it difficult? So this is your forte. This is your area, change change management. There's sure. also some talent development. Um, just talk to us about why it is so hard to hand over the reins. What, what are the the real barriers? Not not the ideas, but what are the real barriers? So I suppose it's it's. Change management for change managers, you, you have to get someone to relinquish the fact that you now have to get someone else up to speed. And it's a difficult thing to do. And you, so if you, if you are potential, if you are good at what you do. So it's like going up to Slash of Guns N' Roses and saying, no, you need to put the guitar down and get the other youngster up and running. I mean, he's going to look at you with a kind of a, a weird look to well, say, Well, no. the rest of us are going to look at you as well and say, listen, exactly. shut your mouth. <laughs> he's going to be, shut yeah. your mouth. Yeah. just got back together. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, and the, the role of ego, let's talk about that for a moment. Because as you sit here, you guys have been given these awards. But I'm interested to see how much ego comes out here when you say, listen, I'm a rising star. Who are you? Mm. Um, it, it, that also happens in these kinds of environments where you have to hand over, yes? Definitely. I mean, just on the project I've, I've come off now is the, the egos you see are the ones that are protecting. And that's where the ego comes out. So if you're an MD of a company and you're putting in a new system and it's going to potentially decrease sales or decrease throughput of stuff through the system and affect their customers, then, of course, they're going to come out and, and we're all guns blazing and say, you know, you guys aren't doing the job that you're supposed to do. You're not managing this transition properly. So really, it's it, different people are at different phases of the journey need to be managed at different levels. And, and it goes all the way from MD all the way right down to potentially a worker in a mine who gets a new payslip. I mean, yeah. they they down tools because they, they look at this thing going, I don't understand this thing. Yeah. Oh, very, very nice. Tulibi, you're, you're a little bit quiet here. What was I going to say? So the Rising uh, Star Award, obviously there's a process that happens. You won the award a couple of weeks ago. You got the whatever, what kind of a, uh, what kind of a uh, award is it? I mean, is it, when you hold it, what does it look like? <laughs> Guys? <laughs> I hear yeah. that question a lot, sorry to say. Yeah. But when you get back to work, yeah. what have you won? What have you, you won? Know, they see the trophy and the certificate. How much money did you get? How much yeah. money? I mean, obviously it's a program. It's so a program. Yeah, so yes. Hold okay. on, hold on. How much money did you get? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> so it's a program. So tell us yeah. what happens from yeah. now until the next awards next year. Yeah. So what happens? Um, I mean, last week, uh, last week or so, we were at the, what you call it, um, Limburg. Leaders on the Move, where we had a great opportunity to speak to the CEO of um, Standard Bank and also the CEO of How Train, whereby they're actually engaging us into how they do their day to day networking, 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 that type of thing, you know, yeah. which is a great platform, you know, to say. And also, um, next week coming up, we have a great event coming up. Which is the summit uh, panel that's going to be happening? You know? Stunning! So it's a, it's a great uh, initiative, I must say. It really exposes you to a lot of different industries and people. Tabo, what do you like about the program itself? You know, it actually. Tabo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. It actually takes so much out of you. Reason why? There are things that you don't know, and uh, when you are among your peers, and so when you start networking with people that uh, is the first time you meet, you actually realize that. I thought I know so much, but you actually don't know. 
then when you hear when you hear people talking about it, when you hear the CEOs talking about how they grew up, how they got things, mm. you know, on the rail, mm. you just feel inspired so much that I actually still need to do so much. Uh, there is so much. Uh, there is a gap. There is still a leaking, a missing link there. And now you need to become the one who actually go out there and start spreading the good news. Then this initiative uh, of the Rising Star actually it has so, taken so much out of us personally, me. Uh, now uh, a lot of people are talking about it. Then what is the next step? What is the next move, Stephen? Then uh, such kind of a question, you know, when they come, blessing, it's like, guys, please relax a bit. You know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to confuse myself. But this thing, I like it so much that uh, for the very first time in my life, I'm able to sit with CEOs of different companies and actually learn the ways of doing things, which is very rare to get. It's very rare. And yeah, I really appreciate that, uh, this thing and uh, for the upcomings that are still to be there. Uh, you know, there's so much for them to learn from. Okay, so here's a question about what you have learned and what you realized that you didn't know. What is your biggest learning? What is the thing that you realized you didn't know that you have learned now that you are um, in this program, in this process? Yeah. Gareth, let's start with you. So... Um it's um, it's been interesting in terms of being introspective about what you do because not many people do it, I don't think. I mean, I, I just sit down every day and have a diary and write down, what did I learn today? And so I think the process really opens your eyes and, and helps to appreciate some of the things that you've actually achieved because they actually they ask you a lot of questions around, you know, these various factors, vision, creating a vision, collaborating, teamwork, ethics, what have you done? And when you actually start populating those fields, I mean, like you said earlier, is it a rigorous process and people can fake their way through it. But when you start going through the, the motions, you start to gain an appreciation for actually the achievements that you've, that you've made. Mm, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to say also for myself, I mean, just a, a recent experience. On Tuesday, I was with my mentor and I'm, I'm there excited telling him about my plans and ideas and he's really telling me, you know what, you currently you're all over the place try and find focus so that you can actually move forward you know you've said something like that to me before um, about not being rich because I'm too busy. Well, I'm very, I'm very wise that way. <laughs> That's what he said. I tell you. Okay, well, let me let me let me drop the drop, drop the gem very quickly. <laughs> it was a friend of mine, and his mentor said to him, "Listen, you're never going to be rich." And he wanted he wanted this. I mean, he really was motivated by this idea of money, or at least the status that money brought. Um, he's since grown and matured, but um, still has that desire. But the point is that. His mentor said, listen, you're never going to be rich. He's like, what the heck? I am going to be rich. Don't tell me I won't. He said, you're never going to be rich because you're too busy. You're too distracted. You're too, you're too unfocused. Yeah. Very, very nice. I mean, it was, in a, it was a great point of view. Guys. Yeah, yeah, very nice. All right, Tabo. I, 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 I want to call you Tabo. You keep on saying Stephen. What, yeah. what, which one do you prefer? You know, those are my names. Okay. Believe you me, well, uh, whichever one. We'll go with yeah. Tabo. Tabo, what was the learning that you, you um, came out or have come out with thus far? Right. Uh, you know, as a leader, you, you got to make decisions. Some of the decisions uh, actually will set you for a failure or to a failure. But you need to be able to still get back on your feet and say, all right, actually learned so much. The important part is what is it that I've learned out of being out of failing that is actually tomorrow I can take and move on and say, all right, I want to uh, fix this and that. The, the, the problem is one that. We are afraid to make decisions. We are, we are so much afraid to move on. Then, you know, the heart and mind, when you have the two together, they will give you the results at the end of the day. Failure is a problem when you are afraid to take steps. And here's some more insight from another CEO that we've interviewed. It's the CEO of DuPont Telecom, and he said exactly that. He said, make a decision 
and own that decision. If you're wrong, well, then you're wrong and you move on. If you're right, fantastic, move on. But learn how to make decisions that, well, you're going to be right a, a, a lot more than you're going to be wrong. True. And you can't always be right. True. We are running a little bit short on time. Kluby, you've got some great questions lined up. I always like advice to our future CEOs community, especially when I feel that I've connected with each and every one of you on your journey. And it inspires me that, okay, just keep on keeping on, Kluby. Gareth. Yes. Give us some advice for our future CEOs about um, what it means to and what it takes to be a leader. So, obviously, we can go into the whole technical functionality of being leader, being a, a leader or a manager, and and the, what goes. I think the the key thing is you need to have a team behind you, and and not a not a team of of workers and employees, a team that's that's specifically geared towards helping you get to the next level. So you need a personal team. You need a team of cheerleaders. That's your traditionally your family, your wife, your che- your kids, your friends that that gear you on. You need a team of mentors, people that tell you when you're going wrong, how to get things back on track. Possibly you need a technical expert, subject matter expert and communities of practice which help you understand where you can get on to move to the next level technically. And when you have a team right. for you, then you're able to to be a better leader yourself and be right. part of another team for yeah. Can can we can I again echo from another interview that we've done? Is that a line? Am I right at it? So Musi Maimani, now I mean well, there's not a political punt at all, but he said exactly the same thing. He said, Look, what makes me maybe different from others is that on a personal level I have teams, on a professional level I have a team, on a spiritual level I have a team. Very, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to say on my side is uh, it was understanding that um, life is a journey. It's not a you know a destination, and that now you hear it ends there. You know, so I have to had to surround myself with a lot of uh, motivational speakers. You know, it doesn't have to be a physical person. I can go online and listen to somebody who can inspire me and push me through things. You know, and um, I have to say, you know, it's really important for us to keep on reading books. Mm-hmm. If I want to be a business person, am I reading books relating to that, or am I hoping one day I'll be there? Re- recommend your best book? Best book, I have to say, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Okay, interesting. Why? It really touches on what we're really struggling a lot in South Africa, financial literacy. So if we can actually adapt to that, a lot of our problems could be solved. With Tabo? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, being uh, that leader, you there is so much uh, that needs to start with you. You need to sit back alone and say, okay, listen, man, what is that you want to achieve at the end of the day? And uh, the relevant people around you that you need, who those, one are, those, those ones are. Then uh, you find that uh, the people you surround yourself with mm. are the most important in a way that uh, you have a choice to stick around them or to move on. If they don't fall within, fall within your threshold of people you need in your life, believe me, you will never get it right. Mm. And you know what? When you go to one of like uh, when uh, Gareth asked about the book, that, you know, it, it's so important that uh, you need to read those books, as Brian is saying. Mm-hmm. Then the more me, I'm one person who is more into motivation. I want to become a motivational speaker, you know, r- radio personality. There's so much that a uh, TV personality. You need those things that you need people in those fields that are able to actually say, hey, hang on. I've been into this field before. Then I failed when I've done one, two, three. Then those people will learn so much from them. And uh, when you have motivational speakers around you, those who you actually even online, you tweet, you know, you, 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 you follow them. And so all those codes that they give you, it's like, wow, you know what? These are good things. It really is no surprise to me that you guys are sitting in the, the seats that you are being rising stars. Thank you for your input today. It was a, a fantastic conversation. Could be a takeaway or two? 
Um, quoting from you, Butabo, your background doesn't determine your destiny. This award is evidence of my love and dedication for what I do. Very, very, very nice. Well, thank you, gentlemen. We really appreciate you being here. And again, thank you for representing rising stars, all of us rising stars out there. Thank you for your input again. And we look forward to having you guys back in studio a year from now, maybe. We'll see how they've developed. Absolutely. It's a good idea, right? Yeah. All right. After the break, we are going to be speaking about promotions. Luby and I, we facilitated a series of panel discussions a few weeks ago at Sandton Convention Center. We have that podcast lined up for you here. It's a very, very good conversation, and uh, we hope that you enjoy it. We'll see you right after this. Cliffcentral.com.